The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter came up and said to Jesus, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times, Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the reckoning, one was brought to him who owed him ten thousand talents. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But that same servant, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and besought him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison till he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you besought me, and should not have had mercy, and should you not have had mercy on your fellow servant, as I had mercy on you. And in anger his Lord delivered him to the jailers, till he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. So today we have a parable from the Lord which develops upon part of the prayer that we have in the Our Father, which is the reality that our forgiveness of others is also then what affects the Lord's forgiveness of us. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And so as the Lord has forgiven us, he calls us to forgive as well. And our forgiveness is somewhat dependent upon this. The fact that we act like God is what then he is calling us to. So he gives this very beautiful and profound parable when Peter comes up to him and asks him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? And we all know the difficulty with the process of forgiveness, specifically against things that might have been particularly harmful, how difficult it is to forgive. But what the Lord is saying is that it makes it easier to forgive when we consider others in the light of God's relationship with us. When we look at others with the lens of mercy that we have experienced in our own life in terms of our relationship with God. And so he gives the example of two servants. The one owes 10,000 talents and he is summoned before the king. You have this image of a court which speaks to us of the justice of God because we know God is just. 
and yet also within his justice is his mercy. And so at this court to which the servant is called, it says he owes 10,000 talents. This is an amount that would have taken over 2,000 years to pay. It's completely impossible for him to be able to pay this debt. And so he stands before the king with the debt that he is unable to pay. And so in justice, the Lord passes a sentence as he could not pay. His Lord ordered that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. Even though it would not cover the debt, it would still be a way in which partial amounts of that debt could be paid. But then what happens is that the strict justice of God is changed in one moment. So the servant fell on his knees imploring him. We see here that the Lord cannot resist a humble and contrite spirit. This man falls down on his knees, prostrates himself, humbles himself. And he says, Lord, have patience with me. He appeals to the patience of God. The word in the Greek means long-suffering. God suffers long. He endures us long, for long periods of time. He endures our sinfulness, and he is ready to stand with mercy. He suffers long, but he is quick to forgive. And so this servant appeals to the patience of God, patience which is so closely united with his mercy. As we've said before, one of the saints says that on the cross of Christ, his patience triumphs over his wrath, his mercy over his anger. And so this servant falls down on his knees and he implores this patience, this long-suffering aspect of God. And immediately there is a change, not in God himself, not that his justice is not fulfilled, but his mercy fulfills justice. And out of mercy for him, the Lord not only wipes away the debt completely, but it says released that servant and forgave him the debt. It's a profound image for our restoration in God, the way in which he renews us by his grace. One of the commentators has a beautiful line. He says, the mercy of God is simply another name for his power and willingness to create us anew. That he is always stands there ready to make us new with his grace. What he looks for in us is a humble, contrite heart. And so moved by this humility, moved by this contrition, the Lord has mercy, forgives the debt, and then releases him. One of the commentators says it's almost as if he sets him on fire and then releases him that he might go and spread this fire of mercy. Fills him with love and then releases him that he might go in love. And yet here is the tragedy of the parable. It says, as soon as he went out, having just had this profound experience of the mercy of God, having just had this experience of being renewed by God's love, he goes out and encounters, it says, one of his fellow servants. This is not someone who is below him, but his equal. And so also for us, this is our relationship to our brothers and sisters, right? 
And he comes out and he encounters one of his fellow servants who owed him a far less debt. This debt is something that could have been paid in three months. And seizing him by the throat, by the throat, takes him by the neck. He says, pay what you owe. One of the commentators knows, notes that to seize by the throat is to strangle off life. And so what he is doing is he is stopping this flow of mercy that comes from above and should flow through us. And in strangling the throat of his brother, he prevents the flow of mercy from his own experience and life and from his own heart upon his brother. He cuts off this flow of mercy. The tragedy as well, beyond simply not forgiving, is that as he puts his hand on the throat of his brother and strangles out that life, he's doing the same to himself because he also is cutting himself off then from the mercy of God, as we'll see what happens when the Lord hears about this incident. He takes him by the throat and says, pay what you owe, pay what you owe. He values the debt more than his brother. And this is contrary to his encounter with the king. The king values the servant more than the debt. He is quick to release him from the debt and to set him free. 10,000 talents is worth less to the king than his servant. And yet, as this man comes out and encounters his fellow servant, 300 denarii is worth more to him than his brother. Pay what you owe. And his servant does exactly what he did. He fell down and besought him, have patience with me. He appeals to that long-sufferingness. And I will pay you. His debt is something that can be paid. But this servant refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. Put him in a place in which he was unable to pay the debt. When his fellow servants, the witnesses, saw this, they are rightly scandalized. They have witnessed what the first servant has received from the king and how he has not even allowed a drop of that mercy to flow out from his own life. The Lord is abundant with us in terms of mercy and forgiveness. Our mercy and forgiveness to others is only a small drop in equivalent. We owe the Lord, because of original sin, a debt that we cannot pay. And when we stand before him, we require him to have mercy and set us free. And so, as we stood before the king with a debt that we could not pay, he gave us the remedy in order to pay it, his son. He gave us his son, Jesus Christ, and through his passion and death and resurrection, our debt is paid. And our participation in that salvation comes through the sacraments of the church. And so as we experience the profundity and the power of the sacraments of the church, this is where we encounter God's mercy. And so it is from this encounter with the King that we have daily here at Mass, as we experience his mercy and receive it. So then also he calls us to, as we have been freed, to go forth from here, free, liberated, on fire with mercy, 
and to spread that mercy to those whom we meet, especially in this season of Lent, as we have considered not only our sinfulness, but also the way in which God meets our sinfulness with forgiveness and mercy. That then should also color our disposition towards our brothers and sisters, especially those who offend us and who owe us these small debts, that we consider first the one who has forgiven us much, and that makes it easier for us to go out and forgive little. Amen.